Hey everyone, this is Natalie Lee Martin and I want to welcome you guys to the second season of Kingdom Guardians. Y'all, I'm so excited for this second season because we're going to have a lot of guest speakers on, you know, giving us their expertise and their perspective on help back to the Father. But today, I have a special guest, Latasha Michelle Loveless. I literally just found out her middle name. And so I had to include that today. Tasha, welcome to Kingdom Guardians. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you so much, Natalie. I am great. I am awesome. I'm so honored, so privileged that you even invited me to do this um, podcast with you. So I'm grateful for whatever God is going to do during this this podcast. It's going to be awesome. This episode is going to be jam-packed with a lot of information because Tasha, um, let me tell y'all a little bit about Latasha. She is a God-fearing, go-in-her-closet prayer warrior. And that's the truth. Every time I talk to her, she's either going in the closet or coming out the closet. And she is a single mother of two adult women. I can't even believe that because if you guys see what Tasha looks like, you would never believe that she has two grown adult kids. And she is a spiritual mother to multiple children, an entrepreneur of an organizational company, OCD, and she'll tell us a little bit about that a little later on. And she loves to write, cook, a comedian sometimes, and just an all-round creative person who loves to encourage and uplift and inspire other people so i'm excited to hear your um perspective on protecting your children through prayer today and i think it's going to be an awesome episode for people to see how prayer works in our lives so let's begin tasha let's tell me a little bit about yourself what's your ocd specifically um business stand for ocd stands for organize clean and design I literally go in and help people organize their homes, their offices, um, sometimes their lives spiritually and mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. So, um, I really enjoy that because I do love and I do love to encourage people. So this kind of helps me to encourage people and yeah. feel like um, your physical space and your spiritual space works hand in hand together. So um, if your physical space is cluttered, that means your spiritual space is cluttered. That's how I feel. (laughs) Wow. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) So I just go in and teach people how to help organize the little small things and help them to get mentally and physically organized and spiritually organized, hopefully. That's awesome. I love that. And I I like how you said that, you know, when you're not mentally organized, it it kind of displays that you can see that in your outward appearance. So in your home or, you know, in at your business at work with your children, you know, you can see that disorganization, I guess, if that's the word um, coming through in your natural life. So Tasha, now that you told us a little bit about yourself and your company, tell me where this intense desire to protect others, specifically your children, where did this come from? It started at an early age for me because I'm the oldest of um, five on my mother's side and who knows on my dad's side, being funny, (laughs) but uh, I'm the oldest on both sides, actually. So this intense desire came um, when I was, um, physically, um, touched as a kid, 
and my desire to protect other girls, other women, other friends, other boys or girls or whomever, that wow. desire came from that mm-hmm. situation. And um, it just it just allows me to really believe what God says that he used every situation for your good. And so as a kid, you don't think nothing like that gonna come out for your good, but it's yeah. come out for my good right now when I tell kids and teach kids how to protect themselves and you know, you don't have to, you can speak out and you can do whatever God asks you to do. And he is a good God and he's a great God. So yeah, that's where that comes from. Wow. As, and when you say touch, um, I just want to make sure everybody understands. Do you mean molested or physically, uh, mentally abused? Um, it was all around abuse. Um, okay. Mentally, physically, um, emotionally abuse, you know, throughout my family. Mm-hmm. So I had to deal with that. So inwardly, I dealt with it, but outwardly, I was protecting others. Didn't know I protected kids. Didn't know I was protecting my cousins and stuff like that. Little as as small as I was, but I was. Wow. Um, until I got older, and then I uh-huh. realized that's what I was doing. So yeah. Wow. So did that experience um create a desire in you? You did say it it helps you protect your kids, but did you um were you overly protective, or do you yeah. feel like it was just normal? No, I, I as as time went on and. God began to be more, more in, involved in my life. I began to see my overprotectiveness. Mm. And um, it, it had become so, I had become so overprotective. I had made them out of possession instead of making them out of what God gave them, gave them to me for was yeah. the fact that I need you to protect them and lead them and teach them my yes. way to go out and do what I need them to do not what you need them to do. And so um, God really checked me really quick as they became teenagers. And he's like, they're not your possession. They're there for you to teach and mold and let them get out the door. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Very overprotective. Yeah. Wow. The reason I love the way you said that, because the whole goal of Kingdom Guardian is to help parents realize, including myself, that these children are not our own. And we are yes. just helping them get back to God, pointing yes. them in the right direction. And so when you said that they are not your possessions, they are not something that you own. It, it just, I got chills in my body when you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that you said that. And it just reiterates the point that we are not the owners of anything. Basically, we are just stores over whatever God gives us. Whew. Yes. That's so awesome. And now that leads into my next question for you. Um, why do you believe that prayer is so powerful? Because this is this um actual topic is protecting our children through prayer. Okay. For me, I have so many avenues that I can say prayer protects our us and our children. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, for me, it protects it protects the girls, it protects me. When I go into the closet with God and I talk to him, even from the unseen things, and that's what I believe why prayer works and why prayer protects us. Mm -hmm. It protects us from unseen things. It protects us from the things that 
God said, no, I don't want you to go there, but you don't know the reason why he said, don't go there. But if we trust him enough and prayer helps us trust him enough to say, I'm giving you lead on this God. I'm allowing you to do whatever you need to do because you said, don't go down here. I'm not going to go down here because Mm -hmm. of the fact you have your, you have my best interest at heart. So when I go into prayer and pray for my kids and pray for recovering, Mm -hmm. I believe that helps make your day, make your morning and make your, make your kids lives, especially when they see that you're praying. Yeah. That has a lot to do with prayer. When your kids see that you pray, see that things change when you go pray, it gives them that tenacity as they get older, as they get into a place where they get in trouble or they need they need to have a problem solving and the physical world can't solve it. Only God can solve that problem for you. They know what to do because you have been the example for them to go into that prayer closet. Wow. There's so many nuggets of information that you just <laughs> poured out there. I'm like, I don't know what else, where to start picking stuff from. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is awesome. Now, one thing you did say is... um when you pray, you believe that your prayers are being answered. And that speaks to um, having faith. Now, for some people, they think prayer is a way to control the situation that you can't control. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like you're trying to control them through prayer? Or is it um, actually you're letting go of control? Um, Actually... It took a, it took time for me to get to that place mm-hmm. of letting go control because I wanted you you know like you driving in the car and you want to go down this different way but your um GPS is saying no this is the way to go yeah so when it came to my kids when I start, first started praying I started praying my thoughts oh. and my instead of praying God's will be done on them and help them and God help them. God go the right way do the right thing not my will but your will Lord and so as time begins and I learned that prayer thing it helped me to pray according to God's will for their life because at the end of the day I don't know what path God has for them and I'm putting my will on them that's manipulation you trying to manipulate something to make it come out the way you want to and that's with witchcraft, accord, witchcraft mm-hmm. according to the Bible. Yes, it is. So you want to do that. You don't want to go against God's will because you feel like your decision is best, but God's decision is always best. It's always the number one decision. And that's the decision we should always go to first, his decision. So yeah, when I first started out, I did try to manipulate some prayers. But <laughs> God also told me in his word, you know, let my will be done, not yours. Wow. That was that was really powerful. I mean, I understand the concept, but I feel like you put language to um, my understanding. And hopefully for those that are listening, that you put language to their understanding about what prayer really is. And, and it sounds like you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, that it's all about submitting your will to God's will because his is more powerful than ours. Yes, yes. Always go in with submission because it's so funny when I do go into prayer, you know, I'm going in um, for me sometimes, but then I go then I come, 
after I leave, mm-hmm. I don't pray for the whole nation. I don't pray for everybody. <laughs> I forgot about my little video problem. Yes. And I'm like, I'm praying for the depressed girl. I'm praying yes. for the people. And you come out differently than you went in. And that's the goal of prayer. Wow. You want to go in selfless, selfless, not selfishly. Mm-hmm. Go in selflessly. That means you're dying to yourself and your needs to cover everybody else's because God's going to have you covered. Wow. Once you come out of that closet because you forgot, you took your mind off of your issue and put it on somebody else's issue. Well said. Well <laughs> said. Whoo. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. Man, if you guys are not getting nuggets or, you know, I don't know what you're listening to, but get your pen and your paper. Because I feel like I am in class. I am learning some things. This is absolutely awesome. All right, let's keep it rolling, Tasha, because you have some very good insight and I'm loving it. So can you okay. give me some examples or one example or two where um, your prayers that you have prayed has protected either you or your children? Okay, um, this particular thing God reminded me of mm-hmm. as, you know, as I'm thinking about this, it was when me and my kids became homeless. Wow. It was in 2017. 2017. Um, and we had to move. Mm-hmm. Me and I had to move. I had no clue where we was going to go. But I kept telling God, I trust you. Wow. No matter what. I trust you with wherever we going. And... And I knew in my heart, because he kept telling me, everybody that I'm bringing into your life is going to be temporary. They're just going to be helping you to move forward through this homelessness. But you're trusting me throughout this. So don't look at the people. Don't look at nothing else. I need you to trust me. So when I prayed that prayer of trusting God, Mm -hmm. I really trusted in that time. And it was a time of scariness. It was a time of not knowing for real, because I didn't know where we were going to live. Yeah know where um we were who was going to help us and that's faith and um those are the prayers that I like to tell people about that when I went into my prayer closet and I was like God I trust you no matter what it looks like right now yes I'm staying in the hotel but I trust you yes I gotta go ask this person for help but I trust you yes they are coming to me I don't know who they are but you do so I trust you so they that's the time where I really, really pressed into God more than any other time in my life. And that's when prayer really worked for me because I didn't look at my circumstance mm-hmm. when everybody else looked at my circumstance because everybody would say, you don't even look like you've ever been home. Yeah. I said, but I said, grace and mercy. Wow. I said, that's what kept me. because we even had to live with somebody I didn't even know. I didn't know her. I didn't have no clue who she was. I just trusted that God would protect us. And he did. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Now, I know you have two adult um, children. So you've raised your kids. (laughs) And so for those people, because my kids are a lot younger. I have my kids in my home. The oldest is 13 and the youngest is six. But for those men and women out there who... um, have adult children and who are not living with them and you know they're probably making choices or decisions that they particularly don't like or favor 
what advice them in this season of their life since you're also in that season? I would I would take because I'm I'm gonna give an example of what I do to my girl. I give them the worldly mm-hmm. advice and I give them the spiritual advice. I give them both sides of the, the puzzle. Okay. So they won't go in misinformed about anything. Um, like I've always told my girls, I was like, always come to me. And I gave them that trusted factor. It took, it took time to get them to trust yeah. me, but they know that I've also been a teenager. I've also been yeah. 20 and you have to be relatable to your children. Yeah. Relatable means meaning that if you know, you've done drugs before, if you know, you, if they come to you and say, this is what's happening. If you know you have experienced that, you need to tell your children that. You need to be open with them enough so they can say, you know what? I can trust my parents. I can go to them and tell them. They may not like what I'm going to say, but at the end of the day, you're opening up that door for them to trust you and not go to nobody else but come to you as their parents. We do with God. We trust God and we have to learn to trust God. Because when we go to him with our issues, he don't go and tell nobody else. Wow. He don't go and tell, get on the phone and call Susie. He don't do any of those things. So be relatable. That would be my thing. Tell your kids the worldly version. If you Christian or just beginning to be Christian, be open, be transparent. Yeah. Your testimony is what's going to heal them. Yeah. So use your testimony at that time. And I can give you a great example. And I thank you, Lord, for this. Um, my daughter, um, I experienced this in the last past week or so. She cut, she was a she cut, she was cutting on her something. I mm-hmm. didn't know. So I had to give her my testimony. I had to sit and tell my daughter about my cutting when I was 17, when I was 16. But the difference I told her, I said, You have me to talk to. Oh. I didn't have me to talk yeah. to back then. So be relatable to your children. That will be my go-to. Be relatable to them. And go to God with every single thing that they go yeah. through. Because God knows what they need more than you know what they need. So at the end of that, I would just say, if they making harmful cho- choices, always go to prayer. Always talk to them and always be relatable to your children. So they can be open enough to come to you and trust you enough to say, you know what? I can go to my mom yeah. and dad. I don't have street value of this word. I can go to them and they're going to tell me the truth and they're going to be honest with me. Honesty is the greatest thing that we can do for our kids. So they want to deal with what we dealt with along the way. So that will be my nuggets, my three little nuggets on that. <laughs> Tasha, you have been sharing so much information with us today. And oh my gosh, I'm just so excited for everybody to hear this podcast because I know they are going to be blessed. So let me ask you one last question. What was the most important piece of advice or scripture that has helped you along your journey as a mother? As a mother, my favorite scripture which I have plenty but my favorite 
that I've carried along into my motherhood has been Psalms 27. I love the whole chapter of Psalms, but if I had to pick a verse, it will be verse 14, which reads, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And I say, I like that scripture because of the fact no matter what we do as parents, we still have to consult God in every situation because God has his own journeys for our children. He has his own place for them. So as much as we want to put our hopes and dreams and our wills on them, we still have to wait on God to give us instructions in, with our children and how we need to raise them and what we need to do. Sometimes we feel like we need to step in and sometimes God is like, no, this is my place where I step in. I need you to sit back and just wow. wait on me to do whatever you need to do, whatever I need to do. And I will give you further instruction. If I don't give you instructions, just wait and let it see it. Let, let it come out like I need it to come out, not like you want it to come out. So that's been one of my favorite scriptures. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I know the scripture and I have it. The- committed to memory but the way that you just explained that wait wait for further instructions wait yes. for further instructions that is just so deep it's simple but it's it's so not easy because especially as a parent you know going through your own struggles growing up and knowing okay I I went through this I don't want to see my kids go through this I have the answer if I just tell them this they can you know listen to me and they will get it right and just to hear you tell say God has a journey for our children uh, and we need to wait for the instructions oh my gosh wow (laughs) yes ma'am yes ma'am and we know our kids don't like to wait, but we forget that. We don't like to wait either. <laughs> You're right. You're right. We don't like to wait. And we're always, like I said earlier in um, one of your questions, how, you know, to get close to our kids or whatever, mm-hmm. we still have to be biddable. So we still want to tell them what we did yes. along the way. However, that may be what God wanted us to do as children, but mm. that doesn't mean he he wants the same outcome for our children. So you still got to, even though you being relatable and you say, you know what, I've been here before. This is what I did. This is what happens. At the end of the day, just step back. Once you tell them your story, just step back and let, and let it and watch it unfold because God can do so much greater, so much better than we can when we stick our hands, our feet, our arms or anything into the situation when it only calls for him and not for us. It calls for us to step back, just go in our closet, pray about it, and leave it alone and let it go. Man, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Like, you just really um, shifted my thinking as a mother, especially now with distance learning and everybody's, you know, at home. We're spending more time with our kids and, you know, they're getting under our skins more (laughs) because they're around more. And it's just like you have to find a way to um, allow God to use you in every moment that you have. And I I just thank you for allowing God to use you and your story. And I just want you to know that everything that you have been through, it was not wasted. If it's just me, and I know it's not, but if it's just me, (laughs) 
um, you have changed my, the way that I parent my kids because of this conversation. So thank you so much. And thank you um, for joining us on Kingdom Guardians. I know they are blessed. Let the people know where they can find you on social media, Tasha. Well, you can find me on my social media page. I'm on Facebook. I'm mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, I do have... Um, I'm, I'm doing a business and organization. If you hear of anybody who needs their homes or their businesses organized, not people, but their stuff organized, <laughs> I'm, here. I'm here to do that. Um, and, and just go check me out. Just check me out. And awesome. sometimes I'll be on there to give little nuggets throughout the week. So just check me out. We, we definitely will. Well, thank you for joining us on Kingdom Guardians. And guys, remember, our kids are not our own. They are on loan to us from God. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.